0: Blue Wire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Rebuild. I'm Henry Ettinger, and it's been quite quite the last couple days in Brown's land at Brown's world, so it, it felt like the right time to do something that is long overdue, and that is to have a crossover episode with a fellow co-worker, host of The Rebuild, former uh, attendee of the same high school as me in Cleveland, Ohio, Peter Moses. How are you doing, man? This is a long time coming.
1: What's up, Henry? I've been uh, I've been taking care of my baby all day. Um, so I'm in the perfect mood to talk about Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah, that's good. Hopefully, hopefully you didn't spend as much time on uh, on Twitter as I did today, because we all know Twitter is a cesspool, but it's an addictive cesspool sometimes, especially when something like this happens.
1: Yes, that's uh, something, again, I would probably say to Baker Mayfield, like get <laughs> off social media and get in your playbook. Um, let's talk about this, man. I feel like there's a lot of emotions about this. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think. I was always wondering how Jimmy Haslam was going to figure out a way to put the stink that Jimmy Haslam stink mm-hmm. on Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski. And it sure looks like this pursuit of, I mean, this pursuit of Deshaun Watson, Chris Mortensen calling Baker not an adult, just reeks of Jimmy Haslam. I just want to say that first and foremost. I actually don't think the Browns are in that bad of a situation, but I do think, like, there is a smelly dead fish, and that is always going to lead back to Jimmy Haslam.
0: Ownership is the greatest competitive advantage in sports it is and even in a sport like football where you can't you know necessarily you know outspend other teams still the best owners typically deliver the most success because is it,
1: is it the best owner or just not being the
0: worst owner well i think those are 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 somewhat related right because like a lot of the best owners just hire the right people and stay out of it right like I, you know there are a, a couple exceptions for the most part uh, but it seems like i mean pretty much you Know, like anytime an owner gets involved, usually it doesn't feel like it works out for the best, right? Like, usually it's like they're trying to do something, you know, to, to shake things up and, and, and it only goes downhill.
1: That's every single year of the Jimmy Haslam experience. So, congrats to him to finding a way to butt in there again. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, we didn't get Deshaun Watson, which I think is a sigh of relief for a lot of us. Uh, it just like would have tainted and really it forced the fans to confront stuff that um they didn't do but they had to kind of like if he would have been our quarterback every time you wore a Browns jersey or tuned in or talked about them you would have to be um you would be judged for kind of like how you like it would be the first thing you think about it'd be the first thing I thought about this whole time like So I don't know. I'm, I'm relieved. I think it's, you know, yeah, it was dirty and disgusting and like a stain, but like, I don't think it's something that's going to stick with them. Like I think let's let that stick with the team that actually fucking signs him. I think.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of those that count me in the relieved camp uh, as well that the Browns didn't sign Watson. I mean, I feel like anybody who knows Pittsburgh fans, uh, you know, we've seen this up close and personal with big Ben. I mean, Uh, there are a number of Pittsburgh fans, certainly in my life. And I'm, and I'm sure in yours, you know, with uh, how much time you spent in the Cleveland area where it's like, yeah, they root for big Ben, but they, they, you know, know deep down that he's a scumbag. And so every time that happens and Browns fans have been making fun of those fans for years. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh Oh, are we, are we about to have to confront that same reality where it's like, yeah, this is our guy, but.
1: Yes. Not ideal to like be making fun of them and then have this, sexual lunatic run our team for the next 10 years. So whatever. The Saints, Falcons, God bless you. Good luck. And thank you for keeping us out of it. Although it never felt like we were really that actually in it. And also we could talk about Baker too, which I feel like this is going to be most of it. I feel like most people, myself included, thought he was gone or this should be gone before this next year, regardless. So how messy it is And the style and panache in which Baker um, kills his own trade value is, you know, to be discussed. But, like, I don't feel like Stefanski and Barry and D Podesta have any less of a handle of what's going on if this was all happening behind closed doors.
0: Yeah, I can't can't remember. I saw somebody tweet this today, but they said this is this, uh, you know, this this Watson thing is not the cause. It's a symptom like the the cause was really and, and actually I think you pointed this out today is a number of factors, right? It's Baker Mayfield's poor play. It's his confrontation with the coaching staff. It's the numerous reports that he's lost the locker room. Like if it was just the poor play and the injury from last year, that would be one thing, but there's like seven different things at this point.
1: Everything you just said, which I, yes, like went on a rant on Twitter today about, like he was subjectively bad, a bad quarterback, cancerous, and also just to the locker room. And to the team, other than Freddie Kitchens, who literally let him do whatever the fuck he wanted to, and he suffered on the field, he's clashed with every single coach that he's had in Cleveland. And I think people connect with him because he is like a fan. You want him to be like your guy. Like he's like a smaller dude, he's passionate, he plants the flag in the fucking horseshoe, he does all this stuff, but like, you know what I want my quarterback to be? A fucking professional quarterback. Jimmy J- Jimmy Garoppolo's team traded up to the third round to get, the third pick to draft a project that they knew was going to replace him. And you didn't hear anything from him all year. The only thing you heard about was how he mentored him and played well, beat Aaron Rodgers again in the playoffs. Like... Came back, even if he didn't play, like all of these are things that Baker has a never done or never demonstrated the character to do. So if you take the Baker broness out of it, like he's a bad quarterback who cost us going to the playoffs last year. Um, also, fun fact, same injury as Mitchell Trubisky had his last year with the Bears and played with the same injury and took the Bears to the playoffs. And I don't like – to me, Baker is – if he worked as hard on his game as he did his excuses and his social media presence or the way that people perceive him or how he challenges his own teammates or coaches or media members, um, then he would be an MVP quarterback. But he wants to be the perception of that. He's like a – like Johnny Manziel was like a con artist, but like you knew he was just a drunk. Like he was like a guy – like a drunk dude you're playing poker with who thinks he's like going to destroy you. And you just like, he's showing you his cards by accident while he's looking for his drink. Like Baker really convinced a lot of Cleveland that he was the part. um, But he hasn't been, he hasn't been consistent for so long. And his like, also like half the locker room fucking hates him. And so clearly the coach fucking hates him. Like, And the owner fucking hates him, clearly if he's leaking that to Mortensen. So I don't see this as same old Brown's dysfunction. I actually see this as a symptom of them, as you said, getting rid of the cause of all this bullshit. They didn't draft him. Give me, I would much rather right now take Nick Mullins starting quarterback. And I know people will lose their minds, but give me fucking Nick Mullins stability. Give me Case Keenum stability. I actually think Mullins has more upside. Give me anyone the fuck else. Give me Mariota. I don't... It's like, if we had a the top 20 quarterback last year, we're in the playoffs. And that doesn't mean we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. But, like, football is not about waiting to see what your shitty quarterback who throws four interceptions says at the podium after the game. I would kill for someone to be boring in our quarterback position and just do his job and, like, have, you know, the the team be like, "Oh, he's pretty good, but at least he's not an asshole."
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what you just said there is, you know, you're looking
1: for dare I say, an adult at, at the position. Yeah, I fucking mean, adult. He's not like and like that's how annoying fucking Baker Mayfield is. It's like he's got me agreeing with Jimmy Haslam.
0: <laughs> but you know, I think you make a, a couple good points there. I mean, the 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 issues with Baker Mayfield on the field are not just injury right and this is the battle i've been fighting with fans all over the place it's like a lot of fans are hanging on to that second half of 2020 when like he you know was borderline uh uh, you know at, at best a top 12 10 quarterback i mean you know still a tier two guy but you go back to 2019 you go back you know to the first half of 2020 there are major mechanical issues that he has never fixed there are major decision making issues plain as day that everybody can see you don't need to be a film genius to look at the wide open receivers that he cannot throw the ball to and, yeah. and say hey what part of your there, torn labrum of, here.
1: what part of your torn labrum affects your eyeballs in like not passing to obj or felton like wide open like yeah and like i'm, I'm so i'm a
0: big gambling guy as you know and, and there is a guy i follow who does like the ratings on play callers, right? He's just like, hey, here's like what you should roughly expect, you know, yards per play, like all that kind of stuff. He ranked Kevin Stefanski ninth two years ago. He ranked him eighth last year. He was like, hey, there are wide open receivers all over the place. It has nothing to do with the play calling. Like, there are guys wide open. It's the first read, it's where Baker's supposed to go. He either doesn't throw it, he makes a bad throw, like, I, I don't understand what's happening. Essentially, was his take on the Brown situation. And I think most fans just casually watching the game could see the same thing. It's like there's wide open guys all over the place. It seems like the other quarterbacks in this league find a way to, to hit those guys when they're open. And as I said, I think if it was just that, it, you know, if the Browns could talk themselves into, OK, he's injured, maybe he, you know, with an offseason, you know, he can be a little bit better. He'd come back maybe that's it, but you throw in the personality and it's just a done deal. Like Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Berry are smart guys. Like they know that Baker's not good enough to win a Super Bowl and they've got a Super Bowl roster around him. So like it's messy as you said, but it's time to move on. Like this is the window right now.
1: How many times this year did they cut to Kevin Stefanski on the sidelines and he was just like cursing, like he was just so pissed off a guy who's like, cool outside the pillow. Just looked pissed off. He was swearing. He seemed frustrated. Like, let's not like overthink this. Like clearly he was upset with the quarterback play. Like obviously he was upset with the fucking quarterback play. And also listen, we made Brownstown with Andre, not and very intricately chronicled the trauma of Brown's quarterback done for the last 20 years. But That 20 years is like you dating, let's say your girlfriend of five years, Henry, turns out that they stole $50,000 of your money and spent it on crypto that disappeared. And like also just like left town, uh, chased out from a warrant, like you couldn't pay your rent, you had to move home. Like that's a really bad girlfriend. But if your next girlfriend doesn't do that, but also... Um, yells at you in front of your parents or slaps food out of your hand at a restaurant. Sure, they're better than the girlfriend you had who stole $50,000 from you, but still not someone that you should be settling for um, to you know live a happy, healthy life with a, a relationship. And that is what Baker Mayfield is. He is the best that we've had, but that's still like like we need to have the self-respect as fans to want more. Like, yeah, cool. It, he, it, it,
0: <laughs> amen to that, essentially. I mean, I, I just, I see that all the time from fans. So, like, well, he's the one that took, the, you know, this franchise that was 0 and 16 and downtrodden and, and got us back to respectability. And it's kind of like, yeah, but like, it wasn't really him. Like, I mean, he was the quarterback, sure, but like, with a great coaching staff and a great roster. And like,
1: Miles one time Garrett, he got it. Denzel yeah, Ward, went, Nick Chubb, uh, Batonio, Hall of Famer, Batonio, Treader, uh, yeah, like,
0: like, like what I guess. And, and yeah, he's, in, he's essentially in quarterback heaven. Like I get that the, the chemistry with OBJ wasn't great, but the, the guys had the best offensive line and the best running game for the last three years in football, or the last two years, at least. And it, it, if this is the ceiling, like that's not good enough. Like you said, like you got to raise the standards. Like, yeah, it's better than Charlie Fry, but it, it, you know, it's not good enough to actually win. And the problem is, The rest of the roster is actually good enough to win, which is also something that we've been missing for, you know, a decade and a half before this.
1: Even in the AFC, which is a fucking bloodbath. Like the AFC is going to be just Murderville USA for whoever gets out. Like even in our division, you know, the Ravens are going to be healthier. They have to be healthier. They lost 18 running backs last year, like before the second week of the season. Um, they firmed up burrow's line burrow's only going to get better um they have a shot the steelers are never under 500 like they should they have a chance to win this division with just average quarterback play if jimmy garoppolo can get shanahan's team within a drive of winning the fucking super bowl like you don't like it doesn't need to break the bank like yeah stafford had an amazing no look pass but like you just need a quarterback who's not going to fuck shit up and make like one good play. That's it. One good fucking play. That's what he did. That's what Garoppolo did to beat Aaron Rodgers again this year. Like and Mayfield has shown us over and over again, starting in his rookie year in that last game against Baltimore, he doesn't have it from a skill set or from a clutch position to um win you the game when you're down three with four minutes to go doesn't have it in him I don't know how many times we have to see it but he's never been able to do that he's never actually done that he's never done it his clutch numbers are awful like they're just
0: whatever way you slice it you know you want to go last five minutes but close game you want to go the last possession like whatever you know fourth quarter performance like they're bad every one of them is bad and uh, you know uh, a, a whole big ba- you know a huge secret here if you're bad In all of those different metrics, that probably means you're not a guy that can take a team to the playoffs and win in the playoffs consistently. Like this, and you're right that it's not even like, you know, of course, there's the Mahomes, the Herberts, whatever, but like Derek Carr leads the NFL in game winning drives over the last, you know, eight years. And Matthew Stafford, even in Detroit, had great fourth quarter numbers. Like you don't need to be a top five QB in the league to to perform uh, at, at least a good enough level. And it's, it's just not there. So, you know, I'm, uh, again, I'm fine with the moving on. I don't think Baker's going to go like light it up somewhere else. That's not my fear. No. My fear is just, Hey, there's some urgency here. Like we've got a super bowl winning roster. What's what's plan B here? Because uh, I I guess Deshaun Watson was plan A, which as we said, I don't really understand that in the first place, but like now what, like is, is it Jimmy G is it Matt Ryan? If they get Deshaun Watson, like, yeah. I I don't now I, I mean the, the Raiders just traded for DeVonte Adams so I don't think it's going to be Derek Carr.
1: Um I wonder if Aaron Rodgers is going to do his own research on that trade and see if his wide receiver room is better after giving away the guy who you basically demanded to be there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh I I don't know how that one makes any sense for uh uh, for the Packers, but uh, it, it's just another, uh, you mentioned the AFC earlier. I mean, it's another AFC team. That's now, I mean, Devonte Adams, they got Chandler Jones in free agency, the AFC West alone, all four of those teams. It's ridiculous.
1: It's insane. They're like the Khalil Mack in San, in San Diego. Now Jesus in LA. Um, like it's, uh, it's nuts, but I think like, if you are good at something, Like you are, you're, you're good at gambling. And you know how I know you're good at gambling is you don't talk about how good at gambling you are all the time. I know that you gamble, but you don't like show up to a meeting uh, in our place of work and be like, look how good at gambling I am. You know who fucking does that? Usually people who aren't good at gambling, like Baker doth protest way too much about being good and changing the culture what other quarterback anywhere in the league has said i changed the culture you talk about changing the culture when you don't have the stats or the track record to back up your quarterback play or your reputation he has like hoodwinked all of these people these baker bros into kind of like going to bat for him for no reason there's like he's not a good quarterback for your team if you want to be a Baker, bro, enjoy him in Seattle. That's fine. But, like, right now, I understand that, like, yes, it's a it's coming off the heels of some wild bullshit with Deshaun Watson that makes us feel really sad and disgusting and, like, hurts how we view our team. But, like, nothing has really changed. Like, they're basically just going to try to get as much value out of him like, I think them denying his trade request is as true as them saying a month ago at the Combine that Baker Mayfield is our quarterback and we're moving forward with him. Like, they'll just do whatever they want. Like, there's no... like This isn't binding. There's no binding things saying they aren't going to trade him. Of course, they're obviously going to fucking trade him. <laughs> like, yeah. duh. It's just, are they going to get a fourth-rounder or are they going to get two third-rounders? Whatever. Yeah, That's for Andrew Barry and Dee Podesta to figure out.
0: I was just going to say, I mean, that... Yeah. You say you're denying the trade request when you want to keep your leverage publicly. Like that's, that's all that is. It's just like, it's, it's what every team, you know, it's like the Nets weren't going to trade James Harden until they did. It's just, like they're just trying to strengthen their position, but everybody knows, I mean, Baker said it himself, but we we, clearly, even before this, the Browns also knew that, that they were moving on. Right. Like I, I, I phrase it this way to some people today. It's like, it's like somebody who who breaks up with the other person when they know they're about to get broken up with. It's just like ba- Baker was just like demanding a trade request. Like after the Browns went to go pursue another quarterback, like, come on, we already knew what was happening here.
1: You knew. Yeah. You knew the writing was on the wall. I think too. Like <laughs> he is just like, okay. He is a dumpster fire of a, of a person in a court, like a situation and like, he brings this drama with him anywhere he goes in his life off the field, on the field and some other team because he was a Heisman winner in the first draft pick and rookie of the year um, and has shown the ability to be a good quarterback and to some degree is going to take a chance on him. But for me, Nick Mullins or, you know, random generic quarterback just not carrying that drama and getting the Browns off of the burning fucking ship that is Baker Mayfield's all the baggage is like addition by subtraction tenfold. So like, I'm not worried about, I'm just not worried about who the quarterback is. I want this to be something where he's just gone and it it might listen. It might take two months and it might get uglier, but like, if you're a Browns fan, I know this is not a quality of any Browns fan, especially after being in, Twitter spaces for the last four days straight. But just have some patience and perspective and know that he's not going to be the starting quarterback. There's no way. It's not going to happen. I'd bet $500 on it right now. There's no way he's going to be the quarterback. It might be way get messier and stuff, but that's Baker's MO. He's going to leave kicking and screaming and going to try to save face. And like, you know, credit to Colin Cowherd, up until this point, like he saw this dude for what he was. And uh that's just like a little dude is full of shit. <laughs> it's just the little dude full of shit.
0: Yeah, you know, a, a lot of people wanted to to fight with, with Coward on social media and other places, but but the guy was right, I think, for the most part. And I think I, over the last, you know, the couple of years in the Baker Mayfield experience if Browns fans were being honest with themselves there were times when he had a point even where I think some of the biggest Baker Mayfield defenders uh you know would have to see that if they're being rational right like the Duke Johnson situation like that was an absolute disaster Baker Mayfield criticizing the medical staff back in 2019 and then again in 2021 like that is on the quarterback like I don't know how else to phrase it other than that like you just there are lines you don't cross, and he has crossed them. And I think, you know, again, Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry are very smart. There are a million quotes out there about Andrew Berry talking about what you need out of the quarterback position. And they are very poignant about not only it being a character thing, but then if you don't have that position solved, you must go out there and solve it. And you know, people for some reason thought that he wasn't going to try to upgrade from Baker Mayfield. And I think that the ultimate conclusion here is. These guys were, were too smart to stay with us for another year. They, they understood that this was not the answer. Not sure what the answer is, but they understood that this is not the answer.
1: I have no doubt. I have no doubt that he is going to upgrade in some capacity. Because also right now, all an upgrade means is just not making bigger Mayfield your quarterback. Like not bringing him to OTAs. That's it. It does remind me so much now of like this health, like, like Baker Mayfield has turned fucking Andrew Barry against his will into Daryl Morey. But I think, you know, no matter what happens with that hardened trade and how it works out for the Sixers, the, the quality that I think Morey and Barry probably share is like, no one else is going to dictate what they want to do or how they see the machinations of behind the scenes available quarterbacks with the assets that they have. If you trust him and you think he's the smartest GM we've had since Phil Savage, then you got to roll with him on this.
0: And, and to that, i say I do. And maybe, Same.
1: You know, I, totally. mean, I
0: mean, it's only been two years, but everything this front office has done for the most part has been smart. It's been calculated. It's paid off. There's clearly a plan. And so, yeah, I mean, when it comes to this, like, as you said, I don't know what the, their next step they have is, but I'm sure they have one and I do trust them to figure it out. I'm not as calm about the fact that I would say as you are that Baker's leaving just because I'm like, I, you know, we're back in the wilderness a little bit. I've seen the quarterbacks that are in this draft class. I'm pretty confident. Those aren't going to be Andrew Barry's answer to this question, but that's not going to happen. Like like,
1: if, if uh, Johnny Manziel was the girlfriend who stole $50,000 from you and skipped town, like, and Baker's the next girlfriend, like right now Baker is throwing all of your stuff out of your apartment window onto the street. Like, like it's not going to go quietly. It's not going to happen quietly. He is, he will not let them have the final say. He is going to drag this out and be as unprofessional. What other fucking quarterback in the world is texting Adam Schefter directly saying, I'm going to break up with his team while you were under contract to make $18 million because it's so fucking short sighted. That's the thing. It's a judgment thing of Baker. Even if you are a Baker bro and you, for some reason, your life depends on seeing this rich Texas kid succeed. Like, okay, for him to succeed, he should shut his mouth and fucking go rip it wherever he can and put himself in the best situation to win. But the only way that he succeeds is if he distracts you from how mediocre he is as a quarterback. So it's never going to be about that.
0: Yeah, Browns fans need to prepare that wherever Baker Mayfield goes next, there's going to be a whole chip on my shoulder narrative. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, some leaked stories from his camp about the Browns side of things. Of course there and, is. And if he wins a couple games for Seattle, you're going to, you know, I'm sure he'll start taking shots at at the Browns. But at the end of the day, I think you just have to be comfortable with the fact that hey, he was not the guy. Like, and he is.
1: Especially if he goes to to the NFC. Well, if he goes to the NFC West, the NFC West is still like probably top down the best division in that or the yeah the best division in that conference i would say yeah Yeah. like he's not he's not gonna outdo like dude kyler came in here and waxed him this year like just mopped the fucking floor with him and he could go to the playoffs again he could take another team to the playoffs but like i don't trust him to come back and make playoff end of game winning throws period and and sometimes that throw is just don't turn the ball over which is what garoppolo did again in shitty weather weather in green bay and he is yeah. a turnover machine he's like brett Favre without being able to run around and like yeah. make the incredible pass he like is cosplaying as brett Favre. he's like a fucking uh like Brett Favre impersonator in, like, in front of and on Hollywood Boulevard is what he is.
0: And I think Garoppolo sometimes has that, say, Baker Mayfield tendency on the field where he likes to throw the ball to the other team in key situations. So I don't know if I would sure. go that far. Uh, you know, he, but he has made enough throws to get them to the Super Bowl and get, you know, within an inch of the Super Bowl this year in that Rams game. Like, that was a great game where they easily could have been in it again. But, it, I think it to me more so, and you brought this up earlier, it goes to the off the field point, right? Like his team drafted a quarterback number three overall last year, and he still was able to perform. You didn't hear a word about it, right? Like Matt Ryan's team is going after Deshaun Watson right now. And I know Matt Ryan's like in a different stage of his career, but Matt Ryan is not releasing a statement, even though it's down to his team and the saints and he's just chilling. He's like, all right, you know, it is what it is. So, and the other thing about Jimmy G, too, and I will say this, uh, you know, to his credit, is his teammates ride or die for him in the media. Like, I mean, the 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 teammate uh, like quotes last year when people were piling on Jimmy Garoppolo were like out of this world, like hyperbolic in favor of Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, let's just say you don't see that with the Browns and in, uh, in Baker Mayfield. In fact, when, when OBJ left and, and all those videos and stuff were coming out, I think you could see that it was Quite the opposite in some cases.
1: I am not pretending that Jimmy G is a top 10 quarterback. But we have seen in the history of the league that it is possible to go far in the playoffs without the best quarterback possible, like the best quarterback out there. Does it sure fucking help if you have a top five quarterback? Yes, but how many times has Aaron Rodgers just eaten it in the playoffs. Almost almost every single year. He's been to how many Super Bowls? 1, 2? Two? 2,
0: one and one, I believe.
1: It's tough. It's tough to get there. It takes some luck, it takes momentum like it, it, I mean Mahomes one and one there like there like it's tough, it's tough to fucking get there. But at least like try not to have, I think like what is attractive about Garoppolo right now is like we have a negative at quarterback right now. He was objectively a bottom five quarterback last year who was a cancer in the locker room, was combative with the coaching staff and his training staff for an injury, by the way, that was totally fucking self-inflicted. He chose to do that which is also a testament to his judgment maybe don't try to make a tackle of someone twice your size with your fucking shoulder when you're a quarterback i don't know it seems like something that wouldn't be ideal but i don't know man it's uh hopefully it just gets it it's going to it's it's going to get worse before it gets better that's what i think is is uh obvious like it's not like like if we think it's dirty now, his team's gonna air a bunch of dirty laundry. I don't think Barry and De Podesta will, but you know Haslam's gonna be as petty as fucking possible in this,
0: yeah, I was just gonna say, but but the owner is 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 a wild card here that I think I was gonna say that we can't predict, but I think we can predict. I think we can predict it's just gonna be bad. like that's that's the thing is, is he's not he is not going to go quietly into the night. That's not his personality, and I don't think it's Baker's either. So, yeah, we're about to see a media war through Adam Schefter that may or may not be veiled. It may just be straight text messages from Baker Mayfield. Who knows?
1: I I don't know why he is, like, I, I don't understand. Like Like, just look at any other quarterback who's handled their business, even if they're disgruntled, even if it's Aaron Rodgers who's like, done a bit of this or Russell Wilson who both forced like, you know, got cute with it. I don't know. I just like I'm over it, man. Like being a Browns fan is exhausting enough and already painful. I don't want to have to deal with this guy's psyche anymore.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean the, the Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson situations, it's like, yeah, when you've won a Super Bowl and like, you know, established yourself as a Hall of Fame level quarterback, like cool. Maybe you can be a little bit cantankerous. Uh, and, and cause some problems like it, this is not the way to go about it and if you want to say Aaron Rodgers was like that before like okay but the vast majority of the best quarterbacks aren't like that and I don't want my team to have that guy right like no it, it, it's not fun to have that guy as your quarterback it's just not
1: there's a character that Zach Galifianakis used to do um, in stand-up called the pretentious illiterate and it was a short character that would say something like, excuse me, sir, I can't read. And that's what I feel like Baker is. Like he has all the pretentious like anecdotes of Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, who, as you both just accurately said it, are fucking Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, bro. What have you fucking done that makes you think anybody's going to fucking pay you? All you're doing right now is setting your own future earnings on fire, on fire.
0: And what a sliding doors moment that is, because I think a lot of Browns fans expected Baker Mayfield to get a contract extension last off season. And I'm, I would be shocked if the Browns didn't make some sort of offer last season. Maybe they never did, but it, it, it certainly sounded like there were a lot of negotiations and uh, wow, how things have played out since then.
1: I don't know if that's even true. We don't know. We'd never heard about an offer that Barry made. Like I, Everything that Andrew Barry has said has been consistent and led us to the fact that they're probably not going to be bringing him back. So a lot of emotion, a lot of frustration, a lot of pain, but like Baker's still probably done. Yeah. I just want him to be somebody else's problem, man. That's it.
0: Like Exactly. Like he's going to go somewhere else and you're just going to see the headlines. This is one of those things where in like two years, Bronze fans are going to look back and be like, "All right, like thank God that that ended." Like this is one of those things where in the more in the moment, it's extremely polarizing, and I think three years from now, everybody's going to be on the same page. Like, okay, Baker was not the guy. Like he was not going to be the one leading this franchise into like new heights.
1: Nick Mullins had a more successful fourth quarter drive coming in on a short week with half the team having COVID against the Raiders than Baker did in his entire four years with the Browns. Nick Mullins put them up to win, gave them the lead, or tied the game, I, I don't mean, remember. And I'm, I'm not saying Nick Mullins is the answer. I know I've said his name a lot, and people are going to be like, Peter, you're out of your mind, and that's fair, because I am. But Baker never did that. I I, 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 I don't know.
0: I, I, I mean, Baker did just fine like during the, the COVID season. Baker Mayfield won us a playoff game. Like I, I'm not sure I would go that far to say. In his 40 did Baker years,
1: Mayfield like, win us a playoff game, or did like the Steelers, like Ben Roethlisberger, just like throwing up the biggest wet noodle of a game ever, and the defense playing incredible, and like again that to me that is a byproduct of yes, Baker Baker didn't he was not a minus in that game. He made some good passes, but also like. They just—it was a team effort of beating the shit out of him. That them and like, when you play as a complete team on three phases of the game, your quarterback doesn't have to be fucking Aaron Rodgers.
0: I—the second part of that statement, I agree with. I—I I, I was just saying throughout the four years, like I mean, he was the quarterback of a playoff-winning team. And again, I think, uh, you know, uh, the week 17 game against the Steelers as well, the Bronze needed to win that to get into the playoffs in the first place, like. Uh, There was some
1: Baker. Go back and rewatch that game. They like needed him to sneak the ball. (laughs) It was.
0: I'm not saying he was, you know, Joe Montana during these games, but he to say to say that Nick Mullins on a Thursday night, where they lost the Raiders, accomplished more than Baker in four years. Like, I I, or or that was more impressive than anything Baker did in four years. I'm I'm not quite sure about that. I'm not going that far. Uh, with the, I'm not following that far down the, the pathway. I'm with you overall on the Baker stuff, but uh, you, you've, you've lost me a little bit on the Nick Mullins trade. I'll tell you that.
1: All right. I'll leave. Let's, let's end on this. Who do you think is the quarterback for the first game of this year's season? Is it a Baker Mayfield B. someone on the Browns team or an unrestricted free agent. So basically like Jameis, Mariota, mullins or keenum or a quarterback who's under contract on another team
0: i think it's a quarterback who's under contract with another
1: team so you're saying you believe that barry will find a way to get some quarterback to cleveland who's under contract currently yeah i would like jimmy
0: jimmy would be at the top of that list I, i i think matt ryan's legitimately in play if watson goes to the the falcons um I think that's very possible. I would say Tyler Huntley is another name that I wouldn't be completely Ooh. shocked. Um, you know, mobile quarterbacks in this Kevin Stefanski system, I think you know, is not not such a bad idea. I know nobody's brought that name up in a while for some reason, and Mariota's the the fun name, but he intrigues me a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Maybe it, 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 we'll have to see. But those those would be my bets if if I had to make them. Probably in order of that.
1: I like it. Well, you make a lot of bets, so I will. uh, I I will heed that. uh, That. That thinking.
0: See. See. Here's the thing that 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 good gamblers understand is the best gamblers in the world let win like sixty percent of the time. So I win like you know in the fifty percent of the time, which means I'm wrong like forty five
1: percent of the time. Yeah, but that's (laughs) analytics, man. That's the thing that people like. Just because you, just because you made the decisions uh like and it doesn't work out doesn't mean that it wasn't the right decision to make and this i think the writing was on the wall and i think no matter what you what decision you make as long as baker's not on the roster uh, you've you've made the right one
0: yeah which so yeah i mean i don't even think this uh, comes down to analytics i think it's just as you said a subtraction uh, an addition by subtraction here uh pretty much no matter what way you slice it at this point uh especially with uh now how it how at least the tensions are public these may have existed for a while but uh now now we all know all right i, I think,
1: uh go ahead yeah. no that's it <laughs> i'm done with this i'm done with this dude and this topic but i also know like we're probably going to be living in this for like at least another like at least till the draft
0: yeah tra- training camps not till July, lie peter we got a we got a long way to go
1: I think the draft is, like, a good time for us to say, like, listen, get ready for just, like, send all your Baker vitriol to the Dolans and the Guardians, all right? Like, put it somewhere useful. Focus on the Cavs in the play-in game. Like, there's um, – everyone deserves to live their life outside of Baker Mayfield's headspace. We all deserve more. We all deserve more. I
0: think that's a great way to end this podcast. We all deserve more Browns fans. Remember that over these next several months. All right, Peter, this was fantastic. This was a pleasure long overdue. We'll have to do it again sometime.
1: Anytime, Henry, I'm kind of your boss. So you just tell me. Yeah, You put in a request.
0: (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, Browns fans, we'll make it through this. And uh, just two words for you until next time. Go Browns.
1: Go Browns.